Welcome back to the LT Guitarist Podcast. I'm your host, musician and educator, Liam Taylor, and I'm here to share my experiences in the world of creative freelancing and music creation. Today's episode is a special crossover with the Odd Creative YouTube channel. I'm going to be sharing my top tips for creative freelancers. Some of these are original ideas that you won't hear anywhere else because they're mine and I haven't told anyone about them yet. And some of these are ideas which I've learned from other people and I've developed and adapted over the years to suit my own needs. Originally, I had planned to upload these tips as separate YouTube videos, but I realized that these were exactly the sort of thing that the LT guitarist audience would value. So as a treat, you lot are getting them earlier than everyone else. You can of course find Odd Creative on YouTube and watch the videos over there if you feel that visual aids will help you better understand or remember these ideas. So let's get started. This first tip is called Have Done Lists, and it is uh, not the snappiest title in the world, I'll admit. I'm a big fan of to-do lists. There are to-do lists everywhere in this studio. It's a real mess, but I find it really helpful to visualize what I have to do in a given day or within a certain project. And I find it really helpful because it allows me to prioritize, but they can be overwhelming. If you're in a bad mood, for example, seeing a big list of stuff that you haven't done yet is going to make that worse. So that's why I developed have done lists, either instead of or addition to to do lists. And I know what you're thinking. How can more lists possibly be the answer? Well, a have done list is the exact opposite of a to do list. With a have done list, you write down every task as you complete it. And that allows you to be aware that you are using your time effectively. The problem with a to-do list is that you don't write down everything you do because a lot of the stuff you do, you don't anticipate doing. If I can stop using the word do and doing, that would be great. If an urgent email comes in and you answer it there and then, you wouldn't put that on the to-do list, would you? No, because you didn't know you had to do it. But you put that on the have done list. So at the end of the day, you can see this is what I actually achieved with my day rather than looking at a to-do list and there maybe being a couple things on there still to do. That's going to make you feel bad. I often have days where I'm exhausted, but I have nothing to show for my day. The have done list really helps me see how productive I am actually being. This next tip is fantastic for video projects, but can be used for any computer based creative project. It's called file management and is exactly what it sounds like. And this might seem really obvious and really simple, but it can be really powerful and effective. And you will wonder how you ever did without it. Okay. So if like me, most of your freelance projects will rely on a variety of sources, original video files, stock footage, articles to reference, voiceover, still images, sound effects, music, ah, it's easy to get confused and lose track of where any footage is, especially if you're looking for one very specific file, it can be tricky to track that one down and you'll lose a lot of time there. And that would happen to me all the time until I went to a talk with Did You Know Gaming. And I wasn't there to get editing tips, but I got one anyway. So full disclosure, this isn't my idea. This is theirs that I stole from them, but I have kind of tweaked it and adapted it for my own purposes. 
whatever project I'm working on, whether it's a YouTube tutorial, whether it's a piece of music or a blog post, I will use the same template for file management. Each folder is numbered and you can vary the folders slightly depending on the project, but the overall template should remain the same. The first folder will have whatever the bulk of the project is. So if it's a video project, it should have the video files, right? Or the voiceover, or if it's a blog post, it should have your article in it. The rest of the folders are as follows. Number two is for music and audio, which includes any sound effects or music projects created specifically for this project. Number three is still images, which could include logos, overlays, graphs, photos, anything visual that doesn't move. Number four is B-roll, which is any video that gets placed on top of whatever you're talking about. For example, it could be the close-up of an instrument demonstrating a technique. File number five is the edit folder. So you put in there the actual project file for Premiere Pro or whatever you happen to use. File number six is for thumbnails and promo, which includes Photoshop files for the video's thumbnail or GIMP in my case, as well as any extra marketing materials you might require for this video. So if you're creating a GIF from your video, that could live in here as well. File number seven is score. And this is because most of my projects are music based. So having some kind of dedicated folder for the written music makes an awful lot of sense, but it might not for you and that's fine. I'm hoping you can see the potential for this file management system and maybe you're thinking about some ways that you could develop it for your own purposes. One of the hidden benefits is having consistent file management across all of your different projects. It makes it way, way easier for you and any of your collaborators to find individual assets and it makes the whole editing process just a lot cleaner and a lot, lot faster. This next piece of advice is all about bulk recording, which is a real time saver for video projects, but you can use it for any sort of creative endeavor that requires you to make something from scratch. When you watch a series of YouTube videos or listen to a podcast, it would be fair to assume that the projects are recorded one at a time because that's how you experience them as the audience. You expect something to be written, recorded, edited, and then released. But that's not very efficient. A smart content creator will batch their recordings, so they'll spend a whole day recording a variety of videos, maybe swapping clothes in between so it's not really obvious. That way, you only have to set up your space, your lights, camera, microphone once, and you've recorded a whole lot of content. Not only is this a really great time saver, it also works really well in terms of workload, for example, you can spend a whole day being the presenter and you get into that headspace and you can usually do a much better job because you don't have to worry about presenting and then being an editor and then releasing something. You're just doing one job at a time. With a bit of tweaking, you can apply this idea to any creative discipline. For example, if you're an artist, you might find that you use a lot of similar backgrounds. Rather than creating a background, waiting for it to dry, and then applying the next layer, which will take a lot of time, you could spend a day creating lots of backgrounds on a whole bunch of different canvases, which is perfect for those sort of days when you're not really feeling creatively engaged, but you need to make something. Another example, if you're a sound designer, why not spend a day creating whatever noises you can and then adding them to your own library? 
So rather than doing one project at a time, you can just nip into your library whenever you need a new batch of sounds. And again, you find that when you focus on a single task, you really hone in on it and do it to the best of your ability rather than just doing it quickly because it's a piece of the puzzle and you need to get to the next piece. This next one is a really simple way to make your video projects or audio projects seem really professional. We are talking about B-roll, but I'm hoping that my approach to B-roll will prove to be a real time saver. The perceived quality of a project often comes down to its ancillary content. So B-roll and actuality for video projects, sound effects and music for podcasts and radio dramas, that kind of thing. If you've been creating whatever you create for longer than a year, you've probably built up a pretty reasonable library of things like that, all the kinds of background elements you need without even realizing it. So most of my content is about music creation, so I'll often need to record examples of chords or scales, that kind of thing. So rather than setting up a camera and specifically recording an example of a scale for a new video, I can just go through old project files where I talk about scales and see what's in there. If you're anything like me, you'll probably record multiple versions of the same shot, so I can go through an old project file and find a video that I didn't even use. So it's not even like I'm recycling the exact same shots, it's new, it's different. So that's my very simple tip for B-roll. We all know the value of B-roll, but rather than creating something specifically for whatever project you're working on, why not look through old projects and see what you've got that you haven't used that could still suit the purpose. This final piece of advice is my favorite thing to share with creative people or, well, anyone who works a job, really. Anyone especially who struggles with motivation. I call it easy win first thing. I rely on this one several times a week as a freelancer and at my day job. It's so easy to find yourself bogged down with everything you need to accomplish in any given day. And sometimes it's hard to get yourself in the right frame of mind to actually, you know, do stuff. I find it especially hard to get motivated when I have several projects running simultaneously, but when none of them are anywhere near completion. It's really hard to motivate yourself when things are nowhere near being done. So this is something that I came up with that I actually didn't think would work, but I figured it was worth trying. And turns out it's helped me immensely. That is giving myself a really easy win as my first task of the day. So whenever I sit down at my desk, I can do something that finishes a project. So often I will leave a video rendering overnight. So when I sit down first thing in the morning, I can upload it to YouTube, I can add all the metadata, I can schedule it, and I can schedule the promotion as well, and then done. Not only is that a task finished, but it's also the end of a specific project. And that puts you in a really great frame of mind to then do stuff the rest of the day because you've already finished something. It's amazing. Another example, you probably have an email in your inbox right now that you need to reply to, but you're kind of scared of, right? I know what you're like. You can't lie to me. Why not one afternoon sit down, draft the email. You're not going to send it. You're just going to write it. And then the next morning you're going to review it and hit send and then it's done. And then for the rest of that day, you're going to feel really good. This is my favorite tip because when you do something like this at the very start of your day, it reminds you what it's like to finish, to win, to be productive, and then you carry that through the whole day. 
So that's the end of this episode of the LT Guitarist podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If it's your first time here, I would appreciate you subscribing on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. If you've listened to a couple episodes and you found them to be useful, I would really appreciate you leaving some positive vibes in the review section of whatever app you're using. Ideally, five stars. That would be perfect. And if you want more from me, you can find me on Twitter at LTGuitarist. I'm doing quite a lot of live streams these days on Twitch and YouTube. And Twitter is really the best place for centralized information of all the stuff I get up to. Thank you again for listening. And I will see you next time on the LT Guitarist podcast.